Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. I'm Jennifer LeClaire. I'm the senior leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. We're a movement of churches, houses of prayer, and prayer hubs, literally in the nations of the earth. Our global headquarters are here in Fort Lauderdale. That's where my church is, Awakening House of Prayer, Fort Lauderdale. We have a house of prayer, church, prayer rooms, prophecy rooms, deliverance rooms, healing rooms, special events equipping. We're very fruitful down here. We'd love for you to come by and join us at Awakening House of Prayer on Sunday. Our services are at 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. Two different worship teams, two different messages, two different encounters, and I'm there all day praying for you, blessing you, teaching you the Word of God with which we renew our mind. Amen. I'm so excited about Awakening House of Prayer and the Prayer Hubs movement. Shout out if you're an Awakening Prayer Hubs leader. We have Awakening Prayer Hubs leader in almost every state in the U.S., and across 14 nations, we have other houses of prayer in other nations, and God is just breathing on this movement. If you're a prayer warrior and you have any desire in your heart at all to lead and mobilize intercessors for the glory of God, for transformation and revival in your city, I want to know you. I want to know who you are. I want to connect with you. So find me over there, awakeningprayerhubs.com. Somebody type that in for me, awakeningprayerhubs.com. I need some help moderating today, all right? Awakening Prayer Hubs. Dot com. Join that movement. Ignite. If you're prophetic, listen, you all have a prophetic vote in your body, but some of you are more prophetic than others because you've been trained, you've practiced, you've been in a company like Ignite. Join my family of prophetic people. I'm inviting you. RSVP. I'm inviting you. You have a personal invitation, unless you've got a Jezebel spirit. Oh, just kidding. But really, it's a safe place to learn and grow. The Ignite Network, ignitenow.org. Four years and running, we've ignited thousands of people in the God is so good. Listen, today's devotion is titled, this is from Evenings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, listen, never say never. Never say never. And here's what I heard the Lord say. 
you don't know the full counsel. Well, first he said, never say never. <laughs> never say never, says the Spirit of the Lord. You don't know the full counsel of my will. You don't know how things may pan out in the end. You don't know what things will look like in the middle or how many new beginnings you'll enjoy in your life, says God. You can think, pray, and plan, but remember that I am ordering your steps, says the Spirit of grace. I am working all things after the counsel of my will. I am orchestrating your life. Stay sensitive to me, says the Lord. Remain flexible on your journey. I will not only show you things to come, but I will also take you to them. My goodness, my goodness. You want to beeline to destiny? Get on the Holy Ghost train. I mixed my metaphors. I said, you want to beeline to destiny? Get on the Holy Ghost train. He will lead you. He will guide you to the places that he wants you to go, to the things, to the people, to the open doors, the divine connections. He is the one who leads you, who shows you the way, who helps you overcome the obstacles that stand in front of you, between you, behind you, trying to hem you in, keep you out of the promises. I say you're victorious today, amen? James 4.17, Proverbs 19.21, Ephesians 1.11 are the scripture references for today. Now the prayer starter and the decree, or the prayer, well, let me give you the scripture reference. Thank you, scripture references. I had all over this. I'm off in the spirit. Forgive me. I'm off in the spirit somewhere. I don't know. Maybe I'll come down out of this place, but maybe you don't want me to. James 4, 15, Proverbs 19, 21, Ephesians 1, 11. Now the prayer starter. I know sometimes I speak as if I know it all, but I submit my life to you. I submit my plans to you. I submit my steps to you. I submit everything I have and everything that I am to you. Do with me what you will, and I will rejoice in your leading all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we praise you this morning. We give you all of our praise. You are the one true living God. There's no other God like you. You are matchless. You are perfect in all of your ways. <laughs> You're countless and even mysterious ways. They're working for us. You are working for us. You are standing for us. You are waiting for us. God, we praise you today as we enter into your presence. We praise you. We thank you today as we enter into your presence. Lord, I'm asking you to manifest your presence. Manifest your presence. Everywhere that there's someone listening to this prayer broadcast right now, let them experience the tangible presence of God. Let them experience the tangible love of God. There is no distance in the spirit and you are everywhere. You are omnipresent, but manifest your presence. Let us experience for ourselves today, your manifested presence in our midst, the tangible presence, the thick, weighty kavod, the glory of God, Jesus. We love you, God. We love you because you first loved us. It takes God to love God. I said it takes God to love God, and we love you, Lord. We love you. We adore you. We exalt you in the nations of the earth. We exalt you. We will wait upon you. We will demonstrate patience in your leading. We will submit to your leadership. We will do it for your glory because you are worth it. You are perfect. You will never lead us astray. Not any 
time ever. Or you lead us out of your will, but you lead us smack dab into the center of your will, which is the safest place that we could ever hope to be. We are safe in you. We are secure in you. We are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus even now. That is our legal position. Father, we're asking you to help us to see what we need to do. What is our part? What is the action, faith-inspired action that we need to take? The step smack dab into the center of your will. What do we need to let go of? What do we need to grab hold of? What do we need to say differently, do differently, think differently? What is our part? Because we know that you won't do our part. We've got to do our part. But, 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 but we can't do your part, God. We, we can't do your part. You are divine. You are holy. You are all-powerful. You are almighty. We can't do what you can do. We can't do what you can do. You are the almighty God. You are the glorious warrior God. You're the God who's never lost a battle. You're perfect in all of your ways. We can't do what you can do, God. We can't do what you can do, but you won't do what we can do. So help us strike the balance. Help us find the middle road. Help us, Lord, to stop finding ourselves swaying from one opinion to another opinion, swaying, swerving down the road of life, unsure which direction to go to, slamming all the brakes and then hitting the accelerator without any real plan. Though we don't want to live that way. We're, we want to live smack dab in the center of your will. We want to live smack dab in the center of your will. Help us, Lord, to stop swerving in the ditches of excess. Trying too hard, trying too hard, trying too hard, trying too hard. Not trying at all, not trying at all, not trying at all, not trying at all. Help us, Lord, to stay down that center of the center of your will. Help us, Lord, to keep you as the center of our focus. Because when we keep you at the center of our focus, we can stay in the center of your will. We won't be double-minded. We won't be on a high one day and a low the next. We'll get off that emotional roller coaster. I said we'll get off that emotional roller coaster when we keep our mind on you. You keep us in perfect peace. We don't have to worry. We don't have to wonder. We can trust. We can rest. We can trust. We can rest. We can trust. We can rest. We can sleep at night. We can break free from the ties that bind, all of the ties that bind, the cords that bind, the fetters, the bondage that fear brings, the fetter, the bondage that worry brings, the fetter, the bondage. I see that, Lord. Fear of the unknown. Oh, Jesus. Fear of the unknown. There's so many people listening to the sound of my voice right now, and you are suffering. Some of you are agonizing. You might not know what it is. You might not have put your finger on the feeling, but some of you are afraid of the unknown. Some of you have evil forebodings. The Bible calls them evil forebodings. So some of you, you are afraid of the unknown. You don't know what's going to happen. It scares you to death. But God didn't call you to walk around with death hanging over your head. God called you to walk in an abundant life. John 10, 10, Jesus said, the enemy comes for to kill, steal, and destroy. But I came that you might have life in abundance to the full until it overflows. Oh, come on, Jesus. 
Help us to get into the overflow. Help us to walk into the center of your will because that is where the overflow exists. That is where the overflow begins to overflow. It's in the center of your will. We don't want to be double-minded. We don't want to waver between two opinions. We don't want to run from one ditch to another ditch. We want to be steady. Give us an important spirit, oh God. Give us a persevering spirit, oh God. Help us break free of the fear of the unknown. Help us shake off these evil forebodings, God. We don't want to always be looking but over our shoulder, waiting for the next storm, waiting for the next trial, waiting for the next tribulation, in fear of what might happen next, waiting for the other shoe to drop. We don't want to be that person. We don't want to be that. We want to trust in you. So root out of us, God. All manners of fear, all measures of fear, all manners of fear, all measures of fear. Root it out of this God in Jesus' name. Would you root it out? Deliver us, God, from the fear of the unknown. That anxiety that manifests, the evil foreboding, this wondering. Something's wrong, and there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. Everything is going right, and you still feel, many of you, like there's something wrong. That's an evil foreboding. It's an anxiety. So, Father, today, deliver us from anxiety and help us, O Prince of Peace. Help us, Jehovah Shalom. Help us, O God, to walk free, to walk out of that bondage, that prison of anxiety. Paul said, inspired by the Holy Spirit, be anxious for nothing, but in all things give thanks to God. <laughs> and pray, make your supplication known to him. Be anxious for nothing, beloved. Be anxious for nothing, beloved. Be anxious for nothing, but in all things, everything that tries to put a stranglehold on you, everything that tries to worry you, everything that tries to keep you up at night, cast the care upon the Lord because he cares for you. He watches over you affectionately. He loves you so much. He's not gonna let anything happen to you. No temptation comes to us that's too much for us to bear. You can do it. Yeah, there's trials. Yes, he's conforming us into the image of Christ. Yes, he is whittling away some of the flesh and teaching us how to trust. Yes, we are go going from faith to faith and growing from glory to glory. He knows how much you can handle. You might not think that's true. Some of you listening to me right now are like, yeah, you don't know what I've been through. Well, you don't know what I've been through either. And I didn't think I'd make it either sometimes. Quite frankly, I didn't think I'd make it either sometimes. Quite frankly, I wasn't sure if I was going to make it either. But guess what? I'm still here. Come on. I'm still here. Yeah, my shit I'm still here. That's my testimony. I'm still here. Maybe that's your testimony. I'm still here. And if that's all you can say right now, if you haven't seen the breakthrough, if you haven't seen the overflow, guess what? It's still coming. It's still coming. It's still coming. Because my testimony used to be, I'm still here. And that was good enough because I was near death. And my testimony used to be, I'm still here. And that was just fine because I was still standing to fight another day. My testimony used to be, well, I'm still here. And that was satisfactory because sometimes I didn't think I was going to make it to the end of the day. But now my testimony is overflow. Now my testimony is overflow. Now my testimony is a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. I was barely getting by. And now I'm walking in abundance. Why? 
because I allowed the Lord to process me. I allowed the Lord to shave some things off that didn't glorify him. I allowed him to prove me. I know there's seasons of such, seasons of pruning, seasons of whittling away the flesh, seasons of trials, and I've been through many. I much prefer the mountaintop to the valley, if I'm honest. I much prefer the mountaintop to the valley, if I'm honest. I much prefer the mountaintop to the wilderness, to the desert. But I've come to understand the value of the wilderness, the value of the desert, the value of the valley. I've come to understand what I never could comprehend when I was just early on in my walk with the Lord. I thought everything was supposed to be PGD. I thought I was going to get saved and just float on a glory cloud. That's what they told me. But it wasn't true. Peter was more honest with me than some of the folks I ran into when I was first saved. Peter said, Peter the Apostle, in 1 Peter 5, 8, said that enemy of yours is roaming about like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. He devoured a lot. Maybe the enemy has devoured a lot in your life. Maybe he's stolen a spouse. Maybe he's stolen a child. Maybe he's stolen some money. Maybe he's killed some opportunities. Maybe he's destroyed your mental health. I don't know what you've been through. I don't know what you're going through. But what I know is this. God is good, and there's a payback coming. I said, God is good, and there's a payback coming. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Scripture, in Scripture, God records these very words for your edification, for your encouragement, for your comfort. And I'm just going to prophesy it to you right now. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. That is what the Lord is saying to you. Some of you, just hold on. Just hold on. If that's all you can do, just hold on. If that's all you can do, just hold on. Let me say, I got some more good news for you. God's holding on to you. I said, God's holding on to you. He hasn't let go. He'll never leave you or forsake you even to the end of the age. You're going to have a testimony like mine, maybe even better. I hope it's better. I still have bad days. I still have bad seasons, difficult times, trying struggles. But guess what? The longer we walk with the Lord and the more we go through, the more we understand the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. David said, I would have fainted. I would have killed over and died if I hadn't believed in the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He's good. Whatever you're going through, he's good. So, Father, today, help us. Help us, Lord, to grab hold of the reality of your goodness. No matter what we're walking through, no matter what we're dealing with, no matter what demon is staring us down, Help us to remember that you are still on the throne, that you are in control, and that you're good all the time. Your plans for us are to give us a future and a hope. They're good. You're a good, good father. You're a great, great father. You're the Holy One of Israel. You are perfect in all of your ways. I just can't get over it. He is perfect in all of his ways, and his plan for you is perfect. So we thank you, God. We lift up the name of Jesus our Lord and our Savior. We lift up the name of Jesus, the name at which every knee must bow and every tongue confess that he is God. Whatever demon is harassing you, it's got to bow in Jesus' name. It's got to bow in Jesus' name. It's got to bow in Jesus' name. So Father, we bow right now. 
We're not going to complain anymore about what we're going through. We're not going to get in despair anymore. We might be desperate, but never in despair. I said we might be desperate, but never in despair. Let's say that one more time. We might be desperate, but never in despair. We're never hopeless because God is a God of hope. Lord, remember, help us remember that in the midst of the trial, that God, you are a God of hope. Help us remember that. Help us remember that you are a God of hope. Help us remember. We need to remember that, God. We need to remember that. We need to remember that you're a God of hope, that you are a good, good father, that you are for us and not against us, and you will deliver us. Your arm is not too short, that you will not reach down and deliver. That is who you are. That's who you are. Help us remember. Help us to encourage ourselves in the Lord. Help us not to allow the enemy to come in like a flood, but help us to speak your word, to speak your name. And we bow to you right now, God. We bow to you. Come on, everything in you, just let it bow. Your mind, your, 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 your whole soul, bow your soul, bow your soul. David said, I give you the range of my heart. Bow your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. Bow your soul. What is your soul? Your mind, bow your mind. Your soul is your mind, your will, bow your will. Bow your will to the Lord Jesus Christ. Bow your will to him. Bow your will to him. Decide right now you're willing to do it his way. That you don't have to do it your way. You've tried to do it your way. I've tried to do it my way. It's his way is the only way. We bow our minds to you. We bow our will to you. We bow our emotions to you. No longer will we allow ourselves to be double-minded, Allow ourselves to be overwhelmed. Jesus said, don't allow yourselves to be upset. <laughs> when we're upset because we've allowed ourselves to get upset. No longer. We're going to bow our emotions to you. Our soul is our mind, our will, our imagination. We bow our imaginations to you. We're going to stop imagining <laughs> all these Terrible outcomes. We're going to stop imagining that the worst can happen. We're going to stop imagining that nothing's going to work out right because it didn't the last time. We're going to stop imagining all that. God, help us. We bow our imagination to you. We bow it to you. We bow it to you. We bow it to you. All the evil forebodings, we say no more. Our souls, our mind, our will, our emotions, our imaginations, our reasoning. God, we bow our reasoning to you. Come on. We bow our reasoning to you. We're going to stop trying to figure it all out and just trust you. We bow our reasoning to you. We can't figure it out even if we were the smartest person in the world. We're not as smart as you, so we bow our reasoning to you. No longer we're going to sit up all night long trying to figure out what we're going to do, trying to figure out how it's going to turn out, how, how we're going to face that challenge. We're not going to do that anymore. We're going to go to sleep. Because you're a good God, you don't tell us what to do. We bow our reasoning to you. We bow our heart, we bow our soul, our soul is our mind, our will, our emotions, our imagination, our reasoning, our intellect. We bow our intellect to you. We're not smart enough to figure it out, God. If we were smart enough to figure it out, we'd already figured it out, so please help us. We bow our intellect to you. 
<laughs> as smart as we think we are, you're smarter. And we, 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 we haven't figured out a way out of all this mess yet. And so we're going to stop trying so hard to figure it out and just worship you. We bow our intellect to you. We worship you. We adore you. We trust you. We bow to you in all of our ways. Everything we do, everything we are, we submit it to you. Because you're a good father. There's no other God like you. No other God, a very present help in time of need. It's who the Bible says he is. A very present help in time of need. He's a very present help in time of need. He's our helper. He's our constant companion. He's a way maker. He's a miracle working God. He's our light in the darkness. He's our victory banner. Father, we thank you that you are well able to deliver us from this affliction and every other one we may face in the future. You're able to keep and preserve us. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Come on, isn't God good? I'm not done yet. I love this scripture, Isaiah 49, verse 2. Listen. He who's he, God, he made my mouth like a sharpened sword. In the shadow of his hand, he hid me. He made me into a polished arrow and concealed me in his quiver. Let's focus on the sharpened sword. He made my mouth like a sharpened sword. You know what? When Jesus comes back in the end of time, he's going to have a double-edged sword in his mouth. The Bible says he made my, my words of judgment as sharp as a sword. Now, I like that. He made my words of judgment as sharp as a sword. Do you know that we can decree judgment on the enemy's camp? That's part of what a decree does. Did you not get my book? Decrees that make the devil flee. You need to get that because part of what a decree does is it puts judgment on the activities, the plans, the purposes of the enemy. That's part of what a decree does. Decrees that make the devil flee. You got to get a copy of that book. Why? Because you need to learn these things. He made my words of judgment as sharp as a sword. That means when you release a spirit inspired judgment, I mean a decree. I don't mean you're a doom, a gloom prophet. When you release those words of judgment, they're sharp. They're, they're effective. They're going to work. They're going to work. They're going to accomplish what God is sending them through you to do. They can't fail. They can't fail. God's word never fails. He's making your words of judgment as sharp as a sword. Come on, that's so good. He made my mouth like a sharp sword. He made my mouth. Think about that. The enemy is afraid of you. That's why he's always trying to get you to confess death over your life, because he knows if you ever confess the word of God, he wouldn't stand a chance. He would not stand a chance. He made my mouth like a sharp sword. He made my words like a sharp sword. He made my words pierce like a sharp sword. Come on. Your decrees pierce through the plans and purposes of the enemy. They pierce the darkness that the enemy is trying to bring over your life. I love the Passion Translation. It says, he gives me words that pierce and penetrate. Ah, he gives me words that pierce. And Father, we thank you that you give us words. Inspire our mouths to speak words that pierce and penetrate. Inspire our mouths, oh God. Give us spirit-inspired words that pierce and penetrate. Oh, Jesus. 
Father, fill our mouth with that double-edged sword that pierces and penetrates the darkness that is trying to steal, kill, and destroy our lives. God, would you do it for your glory? We're asking you. We have scriptural precedence and reference here. We see that it's possible for you to give us speech that cuts the enemy's plans to bits, that you give us speech that penetrates the darkest of plans, that's trying to overshadow the blessings, the promises of your spirit in our lives. It's made my mouth like a sharp sword, like a sharp sword. Can you imagine that? Your tongue sharp like a sword? Father, help us. We repent for every word of our mouth that has not glorified your name. We ask you to forgive us for all those times that we spoke death over ourselves instead of death to the enemy's plans. For the times that we've decreed and confessed things that were the opposite of your will for us out of ignorance, out of frustration. Why are we repenting? Because we don't want our we don't want God to make our mouth like a sharp sword if we're not speaking the right things. So God, we need you to touch our mouth with the coal of fire like you did Isaiah. Touch our mouth with that coal of fire and cleanse us. Cleanse us from unrighteousness. Tame our tongue, Holy Spirit, so that we can speak your words. We just want to speak your words. We've got to speak your words. That's what our strategy and our plan is going forward is to decree the word of God that executes God's will because the angels come and fight with the word spoken out of our mouth when it's inspired by God. We want to release decrees that make the devil flee. <laughs> We want to release decrees that make the devil leave. We're resisting the devil at the onset. We're not putting up with it anymore. We're not going to give him our mouths anymore. We take our mouth back from the enemy. We take our words back. We cancel every wrong word we've spoken out of our mouth. And we say, Lord, forgive us. Strengthen us. Make us more mindful of what we're about to say that's not right before we say it. So we can choose to restrain ourselves. Let our tongues cleave to the roof of our mouths. If we can't praise you, God, help us. Apart from you, we can't do anything. But we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We know that we can do this. We know that you've got it. We know that 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 we have victory in Christ. And so that is what we will confess. That is what we will declare. That is what we will decree. And I thank you, Lord, that our decrees make the enemy flee. They force him to flee. Our decrees, spirit-inspired decrees, force the enemy to flee. He has no choice. You have to understand sometimes it's only a decree that can make the devil flee. You understand sometimes it's only a decree that can make the devil flee. So, Father, we thank you that you put your decrees in our mouth and give us the courage and the endurance to keep on decreeing until we see the enemy of our faith under our feet. We give you praise and honor and glory. We magnify your name today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on. Come on. Somebody say amen to that. Somebody say amen to that. Decrees that make the devil flee. Guys, you can get that book. Or you can take that webinar over at schoolofthespirit.tv. You can find the book on Amazon. Some of you didn't get that when it came out. It has been out that long. Decrees that make the devil flee. I'm teaching you all about the power of a decree, and there's 101 decrees that make the devil flee in the back of the book. If you want to sow into the ministry, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. 
all the different ways to sew are right there. I want to encourage you also to get signed up for the Dream Wilder series. The Dream Wilder series. Why? Because this next year is going to be different. And I want to teach you. I want to show you step by step some things the Lord taught me. Why do I live in success? Why am I debt free? Why do I have so many more good days than bad? Because I dream wilder. Schoolofthespirit.tv. Dream wilder. Guys, if you want to sew, you can use the cash app, dollar sign, I am Jennifer LeClaire. Cash app, I am, dollar sign, I am Jennifer LeClaire. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161 if you want to sew via text to give. If you're not on my mailing list, you're about to miss the Intercessors Invitational. You sign up, I'm sorry, yeah, okay. You sign up for the U.S. Prophetic Summit. It's virtual. You can sign up for that at jenniferleclair.org slash events. jenniferleclair.org slash events. Somebody type that out for me. But I love you. I thank you for being on my broadcast. Share this before you get off. I'll see you tomorrow. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.